Hello Hi, there, we... this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you, King Kong. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. You got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. <laughs> Rush is still rocking out. All right, guys. That was, you got a little piece of the Patreon rare. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number three ninety of the Sith List. I am one of your four hosts tonight. We're missing Les and we're missing Boo. Uh, Les is a little ill, and Boo is out in Florida, in Orlando, trying to find Ron DeSantos to beat his ass up. Just kidding. He's at Disney World. He's having a good time um, and all that great stuff. But. Um, it's gonna be tough because we only have four. So King Tom, I'm gonna throw it to you. And I'll, I'll slow down here though for you, King Tom. Stick something with you. The man that I call King Tom Chansky, the king of all pods. What's up, buddy? I'm waiting for the Rush drum solo to kick in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Patreon. Thank you for letting me listen to Rush for like the last 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Neil Pert. Gotta rest his soul for being a yeah. badass. Speaking of badasses, the man that I call Randy. The man that's going to be doing, um, maybe covering for Boo and doing Le Judah Boo bits or Le Judah bits. Mr. Randy, Le Judah Che, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys, how's it going? Keep it real on the down low if you know how it is. Right, right. The man we call El Hombre. Eric Struthers, what's up, buddy? Buddy. Things were any better, I don't know what I would do. You probably wouldn't be here. Uh, I uh, yeah. just kidding, right. just kidding, just kidding. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to number 390. We're 10 away from 400, and we haven't even talked about what we're going to do for 400. Not, I'm not saying we haven't talked about it with you guys, we literally haven't talked about it to ourselves. So, we yeah. got we got to figure that out. Maybe a live stream, a cool 400th like, celebration live stream that we can do. That'd be kind of cool. Put it out on YouTube, put it out on uh, Instagram, let people come in and all of our friends. Yeah, we'll think of something, but it's going to be a lot of fun. But again, thank you. Patreon members, thank you for indulging us and letting us have some fun before we record and have some more fun with everybody else. Um, and check us out, Sithless.com, for all kinds of stuff like Patreon, YouTube. We just did a, a reaction to Bad Batch. We did one for Echo, episode one. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, we're going to do a lot of stuff this year. Uh, it's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming out. So like, subscribe, comment, and be a member, and all that good stuff. 
All right, guys, what is up with everyone? Um, Eric, I'm gonna start with you because you're doing so fantastical. How you doing? Buddy, I'm great. I just started a full playthrough of the Red Dead Redemption 1 story on my oh, Twitch nice. stream last week. I've only managed to do like one session of it, but um, you know what? It was awesome. And the game's clunky as can be, but it's still a beaut, man. Great sound, great story, mm. great everything. So be sure to check that out. Twitch.tv slash mouse right 2217. Now, playing that one, which I played and I loved, one of my favorite games of all time, that in Arkham Asylum, uh, is it better playing it on the new the new uh, systems? Um, so you notice a bit like load times are better, right? But that's about the only like quantifiable change, I would say. The graphics, you know, they, they are what they are. The hardware, okay. your TV wasn't the holdup on that. They... Now, like if you're playing it on like say an Xbox Series X versus the new port that came out for the Nintendo Switch, it's gonna look better on the Series X. But um, okay. but still it's you know, it is what it is. So all right, cool. I'm glad. King Tom, you're looking a lot better this week. How you doing, buddy? Uh oh. He was looking better. But now King Tom is King Tom, can you hear us? I can hear you guys in the my yeah I don't know that's like the second time this has happened tonight so you want to go good. out my internet connection is not do you want to go out and in that's what she said yeah hey. <laughs> but do you want to um oh sorry uh do you want to try to go out and come back in sometimes if it helps with that man and yeah when it happens I'll to me so minute. try that oh yeah okay right. I'll I'll go over to Randy though he's gonna just you know vamp for a while what's up Randy Long time no see. Hey. Randy and I did the, the stairs again, the dreaded stairs. Uh, the place is called Hillcrest Park. So we, dreaded. I changed it to Hellcrest Park. Um, and we did mm -hmm. six nice. um, six times we did it, Randy. Six times. How are you feeling? Six times. Uh, yeah, I feel okay, man. Surprisingly better than we should have any justification for feeling after how tall those fucking stairs are. That's right. They were ridiculously tall. And we um, were trying to communicate with Eric while we were doing it. I don't know if you heard the voicemail, but I did. We, we have to go back and talk about that offline at some point. Cause I'm okay. I think we might be asking two different questions. Oh, okay. There you go. That makes total sense probably. Um, but glad, glad you're doing well. Uh, King Tom, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm, I'm it's a good week. Good. I'm glad you yeah. look great. Thank you. And only one more week of this shenanigans, correct? Yeah. One more week than scans at the end of february surgery sometime after that so right that's phenomenal nice. man. you're the man it's a that's great um okay well everybody's doing great going well We're, we hope less feels better i hope boo's having a great time over there in orlando um with miss Brittany brown um soon to be miss Brittany arguello Ooh, interesting i didn't even think about that very cool um should we just jump into stuff there's some there's definitely some star wars things to talk about the bad batch definitely going to talk about that and there's something i want to sh show you guys because i watched something over the weekend and i binged it two seasons and it's been out for a while and you guys have probably heard about it but let's get into the uh, box office before we do that here's johnny i know it was you fredo All right, so this is coming from the Rotten Tomato, the Tomatoes. Uh, box office results for this last weekend, 
Mean Girls still rule, but not as much. The musical redo of the classic teen flick is tracking to be profitable film overall and top the box office the second week in a row, but it was a lackluster weekend. So what we got here is 11.7 for the number one movie. It's made a total of 50 million domestically. The Beekeeper, 8.4. Wonka, 6.4 is a number three. It's a over almost 200 million it's on 187 million domestically anybody but you 5.4 and uh migration looks like is at 5.3 and aquaman's hanging in there with 3.6 man aquaman's not doing well yikes did anybody watch anything cool at all uh we're finishing up our rewatch of the there. office okay so that's and pretty it, great. We've just got the like the the, the like the finale finale left. Okay. All so, right. Man, you forget how great that show really was and like how something that can drag you so in so much emotionally and how you feel about an ending and you can tell how the actors felt about it as they played their characters. There's something really special about that, man. Now, the only bad thing is, is shows like that and like Parks and Rec is another example, trick you into thinking that work is a replacement for your family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Good job. That's probably, you know, the right. government's in on helping perpetrate that. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's really sweet, man. What a good show. Definitely changed the landscape of television and how things are filmed and, and storytelling. For a good five years there like a lot of shows are still like abbott elementary which is a huge success for, for abc is and disney is exact uh same type of uh you know mockumentary style uh of, of doing things i guess spinal tap kind of changed the landscape of that but but our best in show and all that stuff the improv kind of style and i heard the show the office 60 percent of it is improv ad-libbed i've heard that too like yeah. a lot of it they gave yeah me. we were we were having a conversation as a family about the office and and i i had an idea and I, I i sound like an asshole for saying this and i'm just gonna own that but i did not like how in the end angela was this like hero of the show oh okay because throughout the show she was judgmental and hypocritical and awful she was, awful. she was just an awful person. And then in the end, like, okay, yeah, I'm glad Dwight forgave her, but oh, she was still just mean to everybody and never really. Yes. She, she had the whole thing with the Senator that made her look like an idiot, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I never got the sense that she was sorry mm. for everything. I didn't watch the last season. I, I, right. I should. Um, the last but, season helps you feel a lot better about where it went before then. But, oh, but you okay. know what, King Tom, that is a fine um, observation. But let me give you my take on it because okay. I hated her um, the whole time. And we just <laughs> finished watching the episode where Dwight proposes to her and finds out mm -hmm. that the baby's his and the whole bit. Oh, and man. what it looks like to me like if I were going to put my finger on it is everybody realized that her hatefulness all stemmed from really her own terrible view of herself and that there was a pity involved 
from everybody when it came to her meanness. She'd be mean and just like the worst person in the world. But rather than be offended by it, they felt sorry for her because they knew what she was really doing was displacing her disdain for herself onto them. And so once they saw her fall from grace and the fact that she really had to like eat that turd sandwich over the house that she built for herself, I think that's what led to everybody kind of rallying around her. And, you know, we all love a good redemption story and <laughs> let's face it, that is one, but that's like, if I were going to try to paint that picture, that's how I would look at it. Because otherwise a woman who was that like searching for station and that sort of thing, wouldn't fall in love with somebody like Dwight ever. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's, that's why it was okay for her to end up how she did. And that fall from grace is what made like what made her likable as a person, I guess. You know, when you say it that way, I, I could see it. And, and maybe you're the person who needed to say that to me. It just looking back on it. And, you know, I, I say this without, I haven't, watched like i haven't sat down and watched it recently but i don't remember getting the sense that she hated herself but i th i think i think you're right they just could have done a better job of showing that yeah it, well and i think more of that comes from my uh experiences knowing that people who acted like that it had less mm -hmm. to do with you and more to do with them and right. so my own personal experiences knowing that are what make me think that as opposed to her really being that way, but you can just see her complete, like the, the fact that she immediately turns to drinking. Mm -hmm. You've never seen her. She's been a teetotaler basically the whole show. And suddenly you see her pouring vodka in her soda. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I see what that's about. You know, it's, I don't know, struck a chord with me. Does Corell come back for at least an episode at the last season? Mm-hmm. Comes he back does. to the finale. He's at the uh, wedding, and uh, yeah. but they make a point not to make him the focus. He says, like, one thing. Yeah. And that's about oh, it. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, in a, in a good way. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. Like he wasn't being ostracized, yeah. but the where the right. show landed was not about him, and he yeah they okay. let it be that way. Very cool, right. and I'm sure he wanted it that way too. Wow. Okay. Cool, man. And I kind of want to watch the last season now. It's good. It it really is. It's okay. it's great. I mean, the good news is is Will Ferrell's not in it. Yeah that <laughs> that season really put me off, man. I'm a, I love Will Ferrell, but you know yeah, that, that was that was, was like kind of like a minutes. culture shock. Yeah. God, the, where he goes, he's needing to get pumped up to go on that sales call. So they go to the pound and hold abandoned animals. You feel mm -hmm. that? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, I like oh, the Idris Elba. Yeah, he was cool. He was, he was, uh, hated uh, Jim. the dynamic hated where Jim. everyone was trying to, like, yeah, he hated Jim. Everyone was he trying to impress Jim. him. He was impressed by nothing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But then he you find good. out he's really ultimately just a one yeah. rung up from them ass kisser. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. That's probably my favorite episode. The one when Michael and the rest of them rejoined Dunder, Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that oh, was right. a good one. Yeah, that was really good. Oh, what a great show. Great show. That was a cool little office talk. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, anybody else watch anything at all? Other than that? No? Can you tell? I, no. I watched two things. I watched Killers of the Flower Moon, which was Scorsese's Ooh, nice. film. Um, it was long, but it didn't feel long. Which was great. So people that are watching that's what she said. that want to that's what she said. Yeah. You know what I gotta do? I was thinking when you guys are talking about the office, how do I not have a soundboard of Carell saying that's what she said? I got that's gotta happen. It's gonna happen. Right after the show. Yeah, thank you, King Tom. <laughs> uh, but it's it's definitely worth a watch. I was talking to a to a Randy about it today. It's something that it see it felt like I was watching like a history channel kind of uh, movie or not, not the quality. The quality is amazing. And it's Scorsese from start to finish, but things that we should know that happened in this country and that we don't. And, and it's just, it's just depressing. And it's sad that these things are just like left out and not talked about. Um, so I would definitely say it's a really good watch. It's not as violent as most Scorsese films. Uh, there is a lot of, killing and deaths and stuff and the the subject matter is very very violent but you don't see the things that you normally would see um in scorsese films i guess in a in a violent kind of way great great movie though it gets all the accolades accolades and i i, I see why and i did see something else called and this is why i want to ask you about the curious case of natalia grace i don't know if you've heard of it have you guys heard of it no. It's on Netflix. I just saw that name. Okay, because you probably were watching um, Max or something. It's on. It's on Max. It's on HBO Max or Max, whatever you call it. And it's a crazy story, and it's filmed in a way where you really don't know what the hell is going on. It's a documentary. You and it's one of those stranger than fiction, but life is stranger than fiction kind of stories. And I'm gonna play the trailer for you guys. Okay, so it's check this out. I will pre-warn you. You might not like the truth. We were in a very tight-knit family. April 26, 2010, that's the day that we adopted Natalia. We had no idea what we were dealing with. She's not six. She was an adult. You could just tell. I'm like, whoa. Natalia was told her new birthday at the orphanage in Ukraine. She threatened to stab my sons. I definitely didn't feel safe around Natalia. You've adopted a kid and now they're trying to kill you. I mean, it's the stuff of a horror movie. She tried to poison and kill my wife. One night, I opened my eyes and Natalia is standing at the foot of the bed with a knife in her hand. She's tiny. These stories don't make sense. You just don't know, Drew Barnett's. The prosecutors went to Ukraine to track down Natalia's biological mother. I'm charged with two counts of child neglect, is that correct? Maybe there's more than one villain in this story. Michael accuses Christine of beating Natalia. My mom is definitely not 100% innocent. Bye-bye. You lied because she told you to lie. Yes. It's like a Ruby's Cube. Just when you think you have it solved, you find out you don't. We were all abused! <laughs> Did you want to hurt them? It's all going to come to light. It'd be very good if you just quit talking. We're in deep, deep trouble. Well, kicking down the stairs, we said we're not going to say, right? Oh, 
still have my microphone on. You got a seatbelt? Buckle up. Crazy, crazy, batshit crazy. And why? what is intriguing about this thing is every five minutes, they make you believe some. They'll, they'll focus on Natalia. She's she's crazy. This girl's crazy. Mm-hmm. This girl's crazy. And then all oh, next thing you know, it's just really good filmmaking. Next thing you know, it's another five minutes about the parents. So you never know exactly who's at fault, what's going on. And after season two, you're. I don't want. I don't want to spoil it. But at, there's a bombshell at the end of the very end of season two. But I won't spoil it. So it's definitely a worth a watch. Three? There has to be. There has there to be a season three. Is, is it like a true story? And they're true story. The truth. True they're, story. And they're, okay. Because I think I sh- like last year I watched something on Hulu that was like, and it kind of looked like this where it was like one guy telling a story and then some people are like, yeah, he's telling the truth. And other people are like, no, he's full of shit. And they never got the other side of the story. And I'm like, it was it was disappointing that way. So I'm glad at least, I don't know that I would watch it, but I'm glad at least for yeah. you because it seems more fulfilling because it's a true story. Right. It's a true story. It's, it's just that it doesn't make story doesn't make any sense. Um, mm-hmm. And you can't believe like something like this actually went on and, and, and you're left like, wait, what just happened? Mm-hmm. So every episode, like I laughed out loud multiple times because I couldn't believe the shit that was going down. It was just like, are you kidding me? And it's something that you can't stop watching because you want to figure out exactly what happened. And you get it. You think you got it. You think you're you got exactly what went ha- what happened, and then they just swipe it away from you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really well done documentary. So check that out if you are into that kind of like true crime kind of thing. But uh, um, that's what I watched. Yeah, over the weekend and uh, True Detective. Which um, did anybody watch True Detective? At, at all um no nobody did so we probably won't talk about that but uh sorry fernando i but i did watch season episode two and it was crazy um and i can't wait till less comes so we can talk about it but so other than that i think we should jump into some star wars it's definitely has something happened um in the world of uh star wars let's uh let's uh get into it greetings this is grand admiral thrawn aboard the iss chimera You are currently listening to The Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May Warrior's Fortune smile upon your efforts. Raj, I don't know if I've ever given you proper props for how good you did coming up with Rebels footage of Thrawn to get the voice close to lined up to the mouth. Close. Movement. It took me a while, I mean, dude. You know, there's spots close. here and there, but I mean, it's really yeah. quite good. And I've thanks, man. Sorry, I've just it. never given you proper shrift, man. Hey, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, well, listen. While while we're talking about animation, hmm. uh, we got a trailer for bad batch season three and there were starting to be a lot of social media rumblings amongst people and you know which makes me wonder if the these people who were lamenting the fact that apparently we're never getting a bad batch trailer knew it was coming and that's why they were doing it to stir up the hype for it you know but uh we got it 
And it's the third and final season, and the trailer looks hot, and there's quite a surprise. If you haven't seen it, I'd venture a guess you're not going to figure yeah. out who it is. Nice, <laughs> nice. You, the squad, you want to watch it? I know Randy hasn't watched it. And Randy hasn't watched The Bad Batch, so, but, but I think he'd kind of dig it. So uh, let's watch it. Hold on. We've got troopers up top. The animation gets better. Not exactly a stealth exit, boys. Let's move. Bye. I thought that the end of the war would mean an end to losing more of our brothers. But I was wrong. We can't just walk away. Not with the Empire imprisoning the kid. Secure her in a cell. Not like that, dude. Omega's been waiting for us a long Fruit time. Fuck. Yeah. Our mission is not over yet. There is nothing of greater importance to secure the future of this empire. Whatever is needed to accomplish this goal, you will have it. She got hair too. She yeah. got hair. And you, you know what's interesting is when you look at Dark Disciple, she has hair in that one too, right? So maybe mm -hmm. that, so that's going to be very interesting how they're going to explain themselves out of the canon on here. But they say they, it's, it they matches say it's up. Gonna, yeah, they say it matches up. So I love yeah, that, man. When I did Dark Disciple take place compared to this? I feel like it'd be. It before place before yeah. uh, episode three. Yeah. yeah. So. And if people, if people don't know um, why people are freaking out is because she sacrifices herself. I read dark disciples of a great book. She sacrifices herself for Voss mm -hmm. and then she gets a proper, proper burial back in Dathomir, right? She goes back yeah. to Dathomir to get buried. Right. Yeah. So she's kind of like redeems herself somewhat, even though she did some awful stuff before that. But uh, yeah, so she should be dead. Mm -hmm. but she's not. And they said they're going to explain it. So, well, I mean, you just never know. You got this whole story with Thrawn and what's he up to and yeah. da, 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 which I mean, obviously isn't taking place in this, but maybe they're perfecting some technology and what's not. But right. uh, man, I think it looks great. The one mm -hmm. thing that star Wars and especially star Wars animation, in my opinion, has always been excellent at is putting together a trailer. My God, you, you watch mm -hmm. that and you're like, this is going to be the best Star Wars we've ever <laughs> seen. They're just very, very good at it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they did it with Rebels every time. And, and I know I've said this before and I will say it again. 
I just actually was watching a couple episodes of it uh, last weekend, I guess, is watch Star Wars Rebels. It is a good, good show. It's It had a hard time standing up to the scrutiny of its release schedule because they'd have this trailer. It'd be a banger. And then you'd have two episodes come out and then six weeks off and then an episode come out. And it's like every episode had the weight of the world on its shoulders because it's all that you had, right? Mm-hmm. This is when Star Wars was a fever mm-hmm. pitch. And so if it was an episode that was good, but without, if you can binge it is basically what I'm trying to say. It is quite the show and I highly recommend it. But they would always make these killer trailers. But Bad Batch has not disappointed on any level in my opinion, um, comparatively to the trailers and then the show itself. So I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, I am nervous about how it'll wrap up. I don't want to see any of the lads, especially, I don't know, man, especially Wrecker. He's just a mm-hmm. giant child. Yeah. You mean, I don't want to see anything happen guy. to him. Right. I want to see tech back and I, I don't know. Uh, anybody got any bets on how it's going to end? Go ahead, King Tom. I think they're going to end up. Uh, the three of that, them plus um, Crosshair plus Omega back on Space Grease Island. Uh, and I think they're just going to retire. Rex is going to say, okay, I'll call you if I need you. And then there's going to be a teaser for the next Star Wars animated show. It's going to be The Adventures of uh, Ventress. Oh, shit. I, mm. I, you know what? It's funny you said that. There is th- I saw an article that said that this might set up a bounty hunter show. Or Not Ventress, yeah. but a bounty hunter show with well, Fennec so- and... Boba. Let's talk about this real quick then. I'm sorry to derail this. No. But we we saw that was Fennec Shand, yeah. 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 A very young mm-hmm. Fennec Shand. And uh which I thought she looked really cool. She's been in the show before. In yeah. the Bad Batch? Yeah, yeah. season one. She right? goes she goes after Omega. Oh, yeah. that's right. And her and Bat and Cad Bane go at it. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, I don't know. I totally what forgot about I that too right of? now. Wasn't she on? I'm turned around on something. But anyway, I thought that was really cool. But yeah, what about all the bounty hunters? It's badass. It's cool. Who who hired them? Maybe the Bad be. Batch is hiring them. That's what I was gonna that's what Ooh. I was thinking. Because she's not in their grasp. That's true. You know, and the that's people true. who the only other contingent that was trying to get her. Was them right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, either that or maybe it's Boba Fett sending them out because he knows sis- all those turds. And my sister, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he's yeah. like, you need to go pick her up, save yeah. her from what? Who, who is the actor who's doing the voice of the guy that we were just talking about? The Imperial, who's like, yeah, Jimmy Simpson, is it? I, I think that's him. But anyway. So, okay. Then, Araj, what do you think is going to happen? How do you think it's going to end? I think Tom's right. But I do think Crosshair is going to die. I think Crosshair is going to sacrifice himself to save Omega um, and, and the rest of the crew. And I think they have to be in some far out distant world, right? I mean, they have to. 
because why weren't they involved at all? <laughs> it's just so difficult for me to think that they wouldn't want to be involved. I think one of the things that you sort of have to remember, it, 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 but yes, it's why weren't they involved. But when you start looking at like their age, you know, they're, mm. they're old, old men and it's accelerated. So right. how does that really leave them? Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll abilities? talk about that. Yeah. So I, th there's a way they could do that at the end of this thing. They could have like a flash forward with Omega being older mm -hmm. and them being older and her taking care of them, you know, something like that mm. where they're just too old to fight and Omega's there and she can't go because she's taking care of the, the batch. And it'll be another, it'll be a show called grumpy old clones. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> the golden clones, golden yeah. clones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks for being a clone. <laughs> so Randy, Randy you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask him what because he doesn't watch it. Yeah. For somebody who's yeah. not that yeah. into it, are you just like, huh, it's ships, whatnot? It's cool drawings. Uh, I have literally nothing to say about the show. I, I'm not, I don't know what's going on. I have no, 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 no. But what is like watching the trailer? Happen. Watching the trailer is, does it, how does the trailer look to you as somebody that hasn't watched the show? Yeah. It just looks like an action trailer with a bunch of kind of the same, like, threads that they try to get you with like i have no attachment to the stuff so it just looks like the same right. tricks that i see all the time yeah who hurt sorry sorry well you can draw your own conclusions about this next thing but um sorry that was a terrible segue it was <laughs> no, it's okay. play on the word draw <laughs> there's there's a bunch <laughs> of comic book news oh there you go and um one is that there's a sneak peek into marvel's thrawn alliances mm -hmm. exclusive preview all right and that's the 2018 uh timothy zahn novel mm -hmm. great novel great novel yeah, the, um first one? issue is out today Oh, oh it's out today. I gotta get it. I gotta go get it. I'm gonna come up with the store. Which which one was that? Did I this read the, that? This is the um uh weekend at Bernie's oh. one. Oh god. But it was still good. It was still sure good. Sure it was. I just listen. They set it up to be made fun of. I'm sorry. They did. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's one of the coolest characters ever, Padme. Let's put her in a story where they make Darth Vader's armor walk around with nobody in it. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> anyway, I'll never, that'll never it's, sit well with me. That's the one with the bar, right? The bar scene? Yeah, and it's on yeah. Batu and it's on Batu. Yeah. So the first issue is is good. The only thing is it's a four issue series and it feels like they're moving along at a very quick pace okay. and i think they should have given it more more space but that's only you know re reflecting on the first issue right got it but you know if you're a comic guy man check it out and then speaking of comics we also have a darth maul comic coming out and it's part of what did they call it the black white and blood line into the galaxy far far away and it the first installment was star wars darth vader black white and red mm -hmm. and now darth maul 
black, white, and red. And it's super, super violence from my understanding. Oh, yeah. April, I believe. Nice. The, the Vader series was a little too edgelordy. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. What Not was the one? No, that was the other where the Vader had like the fangirl who liked to be treated. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah, yeah, that was a mini series where they let different people tell a uh-huh. different story each issue, and that the, yeah, that wasn't good either. That grossed me out. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, uh, you know, stuff like that's cool. And when you want to think about like what a Sith Lord's supposed to represent, anger and violence is really kind of the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the thing, hang on, where did it go? Uh, let's see. Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. Transporting know. mysterious group known as the Final Occultation. So, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's scary words that sound scary, so I bet it'll be neat. Yeah. That's cool. I gotta get the, uh, the Thrawn one. Mm-hmm. They have some good covers, too. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah that's what I gotta get. Yeah, they did a cover of Pretty Woman that was almost as good as Van Halen's. Oh, shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't have anything else, man. I, um, I, I'll, I'll go through and no. say it again. Watch go Rebels. Ahead, the Variety awesome. interview with Daisy Ridley. Oh! Oh. oh. You yeah. take it. I'm sorry. You're right. Oh. You even um, mentioned it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Daisy Ridley was doing an interview with Variety uh, where they were talking about her new movie coming out. Um, give me a second here. I'm trying. I'm just trying to pull it up. Um, and of course, because she's Daisy Ridley and in Star Wars, they asked her about her um, Star Wars, uh, you know, the, the next movie. Hold on. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Page jumped around. Um, you re- the question was: You're reprising your role as Rey in a new Star Wars movie directed by Charmin Obed Shinwoi. How will the franchise's first female filmmaker impact the series? Her answer: The short answer is, I don't know. I'm excited to do the job, but not because Charmin is a woman. Her documentaries are amazing. Her idea for the story is cool as shit. No spoilers, Ooh. but she gave me a rundown of the Language. entire story. If it weren't amazing, I would have been like, okay, f- call me in five years. Uh, but it's worthwhile. Um, and call then they ask her... five years. <laughs> yeah. If it, Then they ask her uh, if it's weird to make a movie without Adam Driver, John Boyega, or Oscar Isaac. Um, and she her answer was no, because I don't know what it is or who it is or who. So much has happened for me since Star Wars. I feel like a grown-up now. Um, and she says this... Uh, this idea feels different. Um, it, t- it took her a while to f- feel worthy of being in Star Wars, but now it feels different. So it feels like she's focused more on her. Yeah, uh, good for her. And, and the story, yeah, good for her. That's fantastic. So, yeah, I, I, I like hearing that, you know, the person who is personally involved in it thinks that the story is cool as shit. Yeah, I, li- I like how she said that. By the way, what's cool, also cool as shit, I mean, it sucks that, this is the way that they got onto this this platform. But uh, Rolling Stone had our buddy Ben Hart on their uh, mm-hmm. one of their internet thingies, um, which was kind of cool seeing Ben's name in Rolling Stone. But they were talking about Star Wars theory, obviously. And it's crazy that that 
that uh, Rolling Stones going to be covering something like that, but they did. But Ben Hart, great, great little tweets out there and quotes out there, but cool yeah. to see his name. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speaking of the other name that you mentioned, I don't want to say it. Mm-hmm. Just the way to turning that into how they did a hit piece on me, which is literally what they did is explained exactly what was going on. But yeah. l- exactly. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, here's social media. Let me put it up to our camera. <sighs> I see what you're trying to do. Yeah, I'm just showing you. Blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> I don't know, man, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's man, all. He loves that he, shit. He Who said the Rolling Stones never asked him for a comment. Yeah, Rolling Stones. Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger yeah. didn't say anything, huh? Yeah, yeah th- neither them yeah. nor Lucas Films have reached out. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. No, he's just loving that shit. He's just like, oh, of course he is. Yeah. I mean, that's his whole shtick. That's his whole shtick. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the, the people, you know, I've it's one of my favorite phrases that nothing adds validity to a cause like opposition. Trademark Eric Strauss, but or Strauss, but yeah, I mean, but it's true because what he's doing is like a oh, they're, they're trying to get me, and all the people who sympathize with him are like, boy, oh boy, we're and all that does is <laughs> fuel on the fire of turds. Yeah, it's, it's it all like, smells like shit. Yeah, it's like it's uh, it's a tire fire, but if a tire fire is your thing, more tires and gas is just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. But anywho. Pardon my French, but you're an <laughs> asshole. Nice. So thank you, King Tom, uh, for that. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Eric, for that. And um, Star Wars. Fantastic. Now, we have. But before we start the Star Wars, real quick, want to give a shout out to two people. I'm not going to name their names because they haven't released a. Uh, they're doing a podcast. So some of our. A couple of our listeners. Uh, that met at Celebration London and Eric, you got them to meet and they're doing a podcast and um, they sent it over, I'm sure to you, Eric, and then sent it over to me to see how it sounds. And I loved it. And I sent them a message saying to keep on doing what you do. And that's what the community needs more of positive things about the, this, you know, the franchise and different franchises and just friends talking and having a good time. So uh, you know who you are. I don't want to mention it just because I don't know if they want it out yet. So just uh, want to give you words of encouragement. Keep keep it up. Do what you do. And for anybody else that wants to start a podcast, just do it. Do it and just have a good time. And and um, you're going to make friends that will last a long, long, long time. That kind of become family, actually. You can always count on people every Wednesday. I can always count on these guys that I'm going to see these guys every single Wednesday. Um, even though they live far away, Eric and King Tom, but it just seems like they're always here. And it's something that you're, you get into a routine, you know, um, the, the, fr- the friendships that we've made through doing this too. And mm-hmm. like, like these, these guys, for example, and they even mentioned it, they were watching me stream on Twitch and mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, so you're going to celebration. Well, you're going to be you two. <laughs> I don't get to go, but you two should hang out and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. House, man. Yeah, that's so cool, bro. You know, and like with meeting you guys and now the friends we are, I mean, we're, listen, I know you guys like here that we're friends. All right. But we're like ride or die friends. Like if, mm-hmm. if King Tom called Araj tomorrow and said, listen, man, I just, I really need you to be here. Araj would figure out how to get there. 
Right. And we all, and it, we all met because we, don't, we would all meet our wares and we, and, but that's just how it's grown. So if you've got somebody you're, you're friends with and people listen to this and what they like, if this is your first time listening to this show, you're like, oh, God, here we go. But people like the more personal part of it. That's what keeps yep. them coming back. Yeah. And if you're close to somebody and you guys share a common interest, people are interested in hearing people talk about things they're passionate about. Even if they're not that personally into the thing, hearing people who mm -hmm. are passionate talk about it. Let's mm -hmm. just take, and I'll close this up quick, I promise. But let's take High no. Poster Podcast. Yeah. I love video games. I do. Um, and I love Steve and I love Hawes. They talk about stuff I've never played. I've never seen. <laughs> and I'm still hanging on every word. Right. Yeah. It, it's just that it's just that good because they're passionate about it. And it's very interesting and very fun. And if you've got a passion and an interest and one of your friends says too, you know what? Start podcasting about yep. it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if 10 people are listening. It doesn't matter if 20,000 are listening. Um, so it makes you feel good about what you're doing. Just do it. Podcasting is cheaper and easier than ever. Yes. Right. Especially because uh, these two guys, it the, the sound quality, I was like kind of jealous because our first podcast, Boo and I, we did it on our microphone on our laptop, sitting next to each other on a kitchen table. These well, guys sound like they're coming out <laughs> of like fucking studio and they're they're doing quite good there was a lot yeah. of check one twos check one twos yeah siblings, siblings before they got Sibl started. yeah right good job <laughs> you know who you are all right and by the way i've been trying to plant the seed of tokyo with with lorena um randy was in the car today and i called her and i did it purposely because i was like i need to throw that tokyo in there man <laughs> just i gotta just keep like grinding away grinding away Unless I win the lottery, there's basically. Yeah, I know. It's going to be tough for me, too, but I'm it's, trying. Dude, and it's it, it, the hardest part. I mean, obviously, finances are a huge thing. Is winning a lottery. Yeah, you <laughs> should. That's the hardest part. But no, I'm just saying finances are a hard thing. Right. But it's the fact that it's Easter weekend. Mm. Yeah. Because of my job, it's like. Yeah, that's true. You know. That's true. <laughs> Ugh. Anyhow. Yeah. Um. Okay, Only so I think marble it's time. Ones, guys. What's that? I said we're only on this blue marble once. Not that's Jesus. Right. That's why I had to work on these. <laughs> Not Jesus. <laughs> Not Jesus. God damn it. <laughs> uh, you ready for some Lejuda bits, dude? Sure. <laughs> You're so pumped. Here, here we go. We got to play so this, pumped. though. Bits, it better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. There you go, buddy. All right. In the spirit of boo bits, I have done absolutely no research for this. I am in no <laughs> way prepared or. We're not going to um, miss anything. I don't have the credentials to do this. Um, Neither does let's boo. See. <laughs> let's see. Speaking of not having the credentials for accolades, Margot Robbie's Oscar snub proves Barbie's whole point. So it turns yeah, out, yeah, dude, Robbie what the hell was that? Got snubbed, snubbed. She didn't get best actress. She, she did get like, like production credit, I think, or something. Nomination. Bro, they didn't. Uh, not only that, Randy, they didn't even nominate the director. They nominated the film for best picture, and that's usually mm -hmm. a nod to mm -hmm. the direction of the film as well. And that's usually comes hand in hand. They didn't nominate her, mm -hmm. uh, Gerwich or Gerwick. Is that her name? Mm -hmm. Gerwick. 
Gerwig. And they didn't nominate Margaret Robbie, but they nominated Ken. They nominated um, Brian Gosling for Best Supporting mm-hmm. Actor. Very odd. So, so what I'm hearing is you think the Oscars are a sham. I Well... I love the Oscars. I'm probably the only one of the only people that do. And that's just because I used to watch with my dad every single year. And that's like a family thing that we do. Okay. We used to guess that's who fair. wins. And yeah. Um, and I love movies, great movies being recognized and great acting being recognized. Um, right. But it's just interesting to me that the whole point of the Barbie movie plays out at the Oscars. <laughs> right. It's just crazy. He's like, you would think the Oscars would have the wherewithal, the people that are voting, the Academy would say, oh, yeah, okay, maybe we should look into the female director. Who? I, that's just mm-hmm. crazy. I don't know, man. It's crazy. But whatever. Yeah, I think that's fair, considering how well the movie did and what it pulled off yeah. against mm-hmm. fairly like it, odds that no one expected it to be as content rich as it was. I, I think that yeah. does deserve at least credit for the director. I don't think yeah, I, I do like Margot Robbie's performance, but it's if she's nominated or not really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't that make one an I, argument I, for either way. Right. Right. That one I could see, but at least the director. Man. Yeah. But. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Kick ass reboot will be part of a new trilogy. Rebooting the kick his ass. Now, when Kick-Ass came out, did you Mm -hmm. guys enjoy it? Because I really loved it. I thought it was fucking awesome. The first one. uh, When Nick Cage. um, So, is it going to be... The the second one was Nick Cage, right? No, the first one was Nick Cage. It was... uh, Was it? Yeah. First one, he was the dad. He was the Batman character. Oh, okay. I just recently rewatched both of those. And, um, yeah, the first one's quite good. The second one's quite less yeah. good than yes. the first one. Yes. The first one's really good, man. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like an artsy film. It was an independent film. I think it was Marv that put it out. Um, but yeah, I and that was a graphic novel. And then was that an image? Mm-hmm. It was an image. Oh, I, okay. Was it image? I don't know. It seemed like it, it's very much imagey, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I mean, well, it's, just, it's one of those things like I'm getting a little I'm so cynical tonight I'm getting a little uh, fed up with seeing things like brought back like oh let's reboot that let's bring that back mm-hmm. like, it's like yeah, I mean, there's plenty of comic books you could be making movie, movies yeah from. that's true like, we don't that's need true. to see a kick ass reboot no we don't um, no we don't alright Netflix film Chief Scott Stuber leaving to start new company the executive will stay at Netflix through the middle of March, after which Chief Content Officer Bella Aharia will find his replacement, according to those familiar with the situation. Stuber has secured financing for the new endeavor, which will focus on making TV shows and movies, according to Bloomberg, which first reported the news of Stuber's departure. So he's going to a new Netflix? Yeah, he's going to make his own. Mm-hmm. Netflix 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. It's yeah. COO on the Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's his name again? Uh, people are calling him Chief Scott Stuber. I think Chief, Chief is actually part of his Chief. name. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe ele- Electric Stubaloo. Maybe that's what they're going to call it. Yeah. 
No, I should just stop that joke. I asked you. The Netflix people are listening. Uh, Yeah, Raj is a content generator. Like he will gladly pen some shows for you. He's he's got he 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 could do game shows. Yes, Dan. Remember, oh dude, he would kill game shows. And if they open a division specifically looking for names that play off of break into electric boogaloo arage will keep your entire department running like a well-oiled machine oh you have no idea mob dogs the monster.com the pastry boy. That job. pastry boy. pastry son pastry son yeah right. a pastry son I'm all about maybe it. this is this is where pastry son gets picked up maybe if very smart. possible you want new content randy this i'm trying to give it to you you don't I want do. kick ass reboot I want you content. want pastry sons well, I really don't. I don't want a reboot of Pastry Sun. You've already watched it. You've enjoyed it. You told us about it numerous times. Pastry Sun. I want a the next Pastry Sun. Yeah, there you go. All right, twenty twenty five could very well be the best year in video game sales to date. Game industry industry dot biz says, and there's probably like one good reason for that, and it's a uh, Grand Theft Auto Six. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five has been like the highest uh, selling game every year since its release uh maybe a few years where it didn't do too well the pandemic grand theft auto 5 did really well top selling oh, game yeah. of the year mind you it came out in 2013 uh 2013 so it's kind of wild and nintendo switch yeah. 2 is uh supposedly coming out uh wait a minute opinions on uh how uh think- well you think uh grand theft auto 6 wait. you think it's gonna you think people are going to care uh i suspect people will care i suspect people will care a lot it's likely to be game of the year for sure it will Mm -hmm. be an excellent release i think that they've really uh sort of played with the idea of making sure it comes out ready to play there's no i don't think we're going to see like a stumble coming out of the gate i think they've really thought this through Mm -hmm. and um you know, they've put a lot of effort into it. That's one thing Rockstar's great at. Their games are mm-hmm. fantastic. And when it comes out, it's going to be a banger. And if Grand Theft Auto has ever been your thing, I think this will just up the ante. I do think we'll hear some noisiness from a certain contingent of people who don't like women being tough. But past that, I think it's going to draw new fans into the franchise. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be real good, man. I suspect that I will probably stream it quite a bit, even though it's kind of off-brand for what I try to do. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. What's the... Yeah. Is there any saying? other... Oh, no, but what I was saying is, you or just back to what you were talking about, you said during the pandemic, the game from 2013 made it big again? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. People yeah. started replaying yes. it? Well, people are well, never GTA. really stopped playing it, honestly. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, people just don't realize how so old people GTA are buying it all the time. Oh, got it. GTA 5 was the last one. Yeah, and it came oh, out in 2013, right. which was two console generations ago. And people are still buying it, and yeah. they're still setting records for the most people on GTA Online. GTA Online is played by far more people than Red Dead Online is. Really? And... Um, mm it's it's still wildly popular and i've actually been like casually working on a playthrough of grand theft auto 5 story which i've never completed and um Mm -hmm. it's 
wild how well the controls, the graphics, everything stand up. It's pretty cool. And I don't have the updated uh, Series X version. I'm still running the Xbox One version because I'm not paying for it again. I refuse. (laughs) It should be free for God's sake. Oh, no. no. That's their business model. (laughs) That's kind of the reason. Part of the reason why they're charting so high is every couple of years they'll re-release a version of it or they'll put it to a new system. Mm. And they're pretty much like they bet on making like one good game and then just working on it for the next, you know, eight years. They're they're Lincoln parking it. If that's the way it seems. Well, and you know, it's funny you say that because I mentioned Red Dead, right? Red Dead 2. Their support for Red Dead 2 Online, which is what I tend to play the most, is has not been great. And like they don't really add content to it. It's just sort of coasting along. The people who love it still love it. I mean, people get tired of it, and, and, and but new players come in all the time. But it's they did such a good job on it. There's very little to do to like as far as like quality of life improvements of the game. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a, an Xbox One PS4 era game. And it still looks phenomenal on the current gen consoles. Like wow. phenomenal. Really? And it's like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if they did an update for this for this generation of consoles? About the only thing, thing they could do is increase the frame rate. Because graphically, yeah. it's not going to look much better than it does right now. Which is pretty wow. crazy. Yeah, that's insane. But, yeah, the, yeah, the upgrade would be so non-apparent to anyone playing the game that they wouldn't understand the point of a re-release, I would think. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then um, in the final news, the one I was most excited about, John Stewart's coming back to The Daily Show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Come on. That's, let's go, dude. Let's go. I mean, I never missed an episode of The Daily Show when John Stewart was there. He did a lot of episodes. I missed a lot of them, but I mean, I tried not the ones to I watched. Very exciting. Might have been sick, but he's going to be the uh, Monday host, which is generally the biggest mm-hmm. night for news. Um, now, is he going to be doing it the week for? Is he going to be doing it for just a short amount of time, or is he going to? Yeah, he's now? doing it just for the election cycle, and he's going to stay on uh, for production to kind of move it into the next era. We're just mm-hmm. seeing him. Once a week doing that show, especially after losing the Apple show, I, I imagine a lot of this had to do with finding a way to uh, keep his writers working, kind of yeah. sweeten the pot. He's like, yeah. you know, if I do this, then everyone stays, you know, right, right, employed, and, and they I know feed themselves. Yeah, yeah, and I know Trevor Noah and The Daily Show won, I think, an Emmy just this last couple of weeks ago, um, yeah. and he he thanked. John Stewart, obviously, for starting this whole thing. Yeah, so great to see him back. Yeah. He gave he had a really nice tweet about it too. Sure, oh, did he? Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's phenomenal. And have they have they picked a successor, or this is one no. way that they no, they have not. Okay, they've tried to have other people who have been correspondents on the show be hosts, but no one really mm-hmm. fits in the way. I think a lot of people don't realize that, That's like Riggle came from the John Stewart era. Um, we have uh, Ed Helms came from the John Stewart era of the Daily Show. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Carell, 
Steve, Steve Carell came from the John Stewart. Colbert. Yeah, Colbert. yeah, Colbert and uh, Cordry. It's. I mean, mm-hmm. the list goes on and on and on and on. It's pretty crazy. It's. Uh, yeah. Where can you stream that? Can you stream the Daily Show uh, original shows anywhere? Ooh, I don't know about that one. No. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen that anywhere. That's interesting. I mean, you can get random episodes, you know, on YouTube, but yeah, um, or like yeah. milestone episodes. But as far as streaming the whole series, no, nah, I don't. Yeah, it's a lot of episodes. There's yeah. a lot of episodes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, uh, speaking, that, of, speaking of Colbert, I forgot he was on The Office. Yeah. Colbert. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Rob. Broccoli Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was just there by his broccoli Rob. Yeah, Riggle was too, right? The captain. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Oh, yeah. All right, well, well, thank you for filling in, man. Uh, of course. So, I hope hey, I made this, you proud, Boo. Who did? Yeah, Boo. You should. Uh, this you. might qualify as a Boo, but uh, David Draymond of the Band Disturbed was in the news. Um, oh, I saw that. Very Taylor cool. Swift is so popular right now that major news outlets have basically hired people to be their Taylor Swift reporter and they specifically generate any news they can. But what happened was, and I find this pretty interesting is at a concert in Peoria, Illinois, which is kind of like right in between Chicago and me, they were, he was disturbed was there and he brought two dads and their 12 year old daughters up on stage. And I think he was mm-hmm. just impressed because there's these 12 year old girls there at the show. And he said, and this is a this is a direct quote. So I take it you came to the the disturbed concert as opposed to the Taylor Swift concert means that your parents are raising you on rock and roll. And then he says, Hey, don't forget, Taylor Swift still kicks ass. And some audience member booed and he waded right in and he said, You know what? I will stand up and applaud any pop artist that gets up on stage and sings live and plays a guitar live in front of a whole group of effing thousands of girls and guys, young fans. And he said, Don't talk shit about Taylor Swift. She is for real. And she's making sure that an entire generation of new music fans understand what it means to actually play music live. Yep. Ooh. That's pretty cool. And write music, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that has mm-hmm. substance. Yeah, that was cool. I saw that. I thought of you, Eric. I was like, oh, I'm sure. But that was like, I'm sure Eric saw this. That was, it was, it was cool, man. I mean, it's, and here's the deal. You, it doesn't have to be one of the, I, I love metal. I think Disturbed now, I got kind of tired of their antics, but I think David Draymond, his his vocal prowess is quite good. I know some it's some people don't dig it, but I love their cover of Sound of Silence. Like the power in his voice yeah. is, is really cool. Um, and they, they kind of define a genre, man. And to, I like music like that. I like Taylor Swift. I like pop music. I like jazz music. I like classical music. It's... Yeah, it doesn't. You like have music, to be, Eric? Yeah. What's that? You yeah. like music? I do. Yeah, yeah. So I just yeah. I don't get the hate, man. Yeah. Of course, I, I guess I was young and stupid once too. But you weren't this way. I mean, no. I mean, I knew I knew a lot of people that were young and stupid and that were really stupid and angry and upset. But this is weird shit. I mean, well, it's like, like we talked about last week. I just don't understand it. I, I can't because I can't comprehend it. When you see people, it's kind of like people who hated a certain movie we all liked, right? Where they'll see a conversation, they come in to comment, I 
wouldn't listen to Taylor Swift's music, blah, 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 blah. That's cool. Nobody asked you. Why don't you just move along? How do you get here? Kind of thing. <laughs> and if you think that making comments like that about anything make you seem smart or interesting, you're completely wrong. And I'm not just saying that about because I love Taylor Swift and you don't. It's because saying that doesn't, there's something that's super popular and what I'll do is I'll crap on it to prove that I'm better than right. everybody else. That's, that's right. not what you're doing. You're, you're proving that you're closed minded to things and it, I don't know. It's weird. It, it because you yeah. can apply that to a million things. Yeah. I don't know what people are thinking about with, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> that's stupid. You know, anyway, well, to me, it's the comprehension. I mean, not, I mean, not comprehending the hate is, is, because she's a female and she's infiltrated football and, and let's not like Daisy Ridley and Ray because she's a female. Let's not, you know, mm -hmm. do this because it's too woke to, I, I, just, I just don't understand any of it. Like, like there's never been females out in the world before. And these people all of a sudden in the last five, six years have decided to hate women. What the well, fuck? Like, well, to me, it's wild. And again, I'm using Taylor Swift as an example because it's right out there in the news all the time. But like at some football game, I don't remember. Was it the Bills game? Maybe. Yeah. Bills they, Chiefs. Yeah. They got there's guys outside like burning things that had Taylor Swift's name and face on it in this big barrel. <laughs> yeah. Like, grown men, you know, that's. <laughs> but are that's they weird? And, and, and honestly, it's pretty pathetic. Yeah. I don't. You should be embarrassed about. Yeah. carrying on like that you're, yeah, you're allegedly grown-ups i cannot relate to any of that shit but whatever. i don't get they it don't let them be assholes i don't you know what it's, yeah i mean it doesn't hurt me i just okay. think it's weird I, I think it's it's sign of like a larger thing that we're kind of as collective kind of letting go of our hold on empathy like just of letting someone enjoy something and right. trying to like, <laughs> so true. you don't have to understand everything, but empathize for someone else's like existence. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's just, it's just, to me, it's just a weird man. It's the just, number of things I don't understand, <laughs> I could fill the universe and it does. And what I do is just admit, you know what? I don't understand this. Mm -hmm. maybe this isn't meant for me i the end that's the end of it yeah yeah anyway huh i did i'll end this uh king tom did you finish echo oh no, yeah i, I finished not. it it was so good i, I finished go it. ahead if go oh, you haven't finished but okay eric you really like the ending i loved the ending can i can i ask you a question because i thought it was cool um, I just didn't understand exactly what the hell happened at the end with uh, Kingpin, <laughs> not Punisher, right? Uh, Kingpin. Uh, I kept calling Kingpin Punisher today. To, it was driving me crazy. I, I kept on thinking that Punisher showed up in the show. Yeah. Like, oh, no, that's awesome. No. no. Um, so what I'm to believe is the goodness that she had, the power, the orange glow. Okay. We're going to... Uh, we're going to spoil this, people. It's been out for a while. Just fucking watch yeah. it. Um, was shoved into Kingpin's heart. Correct? Well, okay. So okay, here's what just, yeah, please. Explain. My take on what she did was went in and, you know, we've, if you're familiar with the Kingpin at all, you've seen where he, he killed his dad who was beating his mom. He came out and beat his dad with a ball peen hammer. Yeah. 
and he's kept that hammer as a reminder for what he had to do to become who he is free himself yeah and he's that anger and that intensity is what's fueled him all this time and she infiltrated his mind and told him and took him back to the time where his mm-hmm. dad was out there beating his mom and where he went out there and killed his dad. Except in his flashback, he's a grown man and he's on the bed screaming and crying. And it was very well acted. And she said, you don't have to live here anymore. You need to let go of this. Mm. And he couldn't help but let go of it. And when he came out, he realized that this he had been fundamentally changed, at least for the the moment that this rage and hate that fueled him had been like squashed okay and so for, now for for the time being it well it, it may be but i mean i don't know i'm not so familiar with the the timeline of the stories and stuff mm-hmm. to know but yeah at least for right now he's like how am i going to maintain a hold on my empire empire now i suddenly oh. have anxiety and suddenly i don't know how to rule with an iron fist because i don't hate everything and everyone anymore i don't know if i've got the fortitude to to go in and just murder some fool at the blink of an eye that's how i took it well that makes total sense because the cutaway scene king tom you think you're gonna like this he is on a his own private plane and he's telling his assistant get the all the crime families together and that's true because he wouldn't really have done that like let's figure this out together we have a problem he would have just taken care of the problem himself right and then he's and then he hears on the tv that that they need a tough mayor candidate Mm -hmm. somebody to be Mm -hmm. um, the mayor so that's where they're going with it he's going to be the mayor okay okay so you made me feel better about the ending of that of the show because i thought i was i was when i was watching i was like man these these fighting sequences are amazing man they're pretty rad and the amount of violence that yeah. It's going down. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. I'm not used to seeing it like a Disney Plus show like that, but it was I, rad. I dude, I was on fire for it. I got really teary-eyed during that mm. that finale. Yeah, uh, when they all came together. Yeah, it's just dude, I I don't get that. There's something about girl power, man, that just uh-huh. it's finally freaking time. Right. I and, it, and, anyhow. And, yeah. And then it got I, so much hate on because of that, by the way. Well, you, you know, you suddenly see there's no way that she could take Daredevil. Well, there's this whole su- na- supernatural part involved. That doesn't help you sleep at night on that. <laughs> and did you, did it ever? Did you ever stop to think that he didn't kill her or finish her because he knew? Wait, ultimately, she's really on my side of this, right? She's and remember, he is blind. Yeah, I just need to stop her from hurting me. I don't need to hurt her. Yeah. That's that's what that's more about than anything. But but yeah, it was just it was very good in the way that um, what's his face? The guy who plays the Punisher. I can't think of his name off the top. Um, of the, uh, Vincent Vince D- D'Onofrio D'Onofrio. He Wait, you mean Kingpin? Did who you died? say Punisher? <laughs> he did say Punisher. Oh, dang it. <laughs> You bought I'm, some, I'm sorry, bro. That I'm wasn't sorry. even in my head. No, I'm sorry. You jerk. But um, the way he was like, what it. did you do? 
Yeah. What did you do? Because he knew something happened to him and the, it was so well done, man. So well done. He is a great actor. Oh, he's amazing. He is. You know? He's a great actor. He's what a, what a great kingpin. He would yeah, be a good punisher too. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. Did you say firefly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I said a pile from full metal. Sorry. Jacket. I don't know where that, how did that happen? Kingpin. Jeez. Anyway. Hmm. All right, guys. Quite. I, I, I would definitely tell you to watch it. It, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I, I it thought it was cool. cool enough that I could see watching it again. Mm, okay, that, there you go. That I haven't done with any of these Marvel shows, really. Yeah. If you yeah. get a chance, just look for interviews with the actress who portrays Echo. Just... just um or uh what's oh, i what's haven't it? seen her in, i haven't seen her in an interview oh that's she, cool. amanda sent me a link to an interview she was doing where she talks about how she got this part and she's just like hey my friend sent me this it's like if you know how to fight and if you're an amputee hooray and you know native american and all this stuff she's like she, yeah, she's like she check it. check check <laughs> yeah she <laughs> nailed the part so she, she was cool that. man yeah she's cool is very cool all right and, and a lot of those actors by the way were in um killers of a flower moon so oh really yeah so you see a lot of cross yeah which was really cool all right guys i think uh that wraps this one up uh we uh got another t-pain cover for you guys this one's a little bit slower a little bit more chill but uh king tom chanska king of all pods where can people find you you can find me on Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and our Sithless Patreon. And you can also find me on Blue Sky and Twitter for all of the Angelus slander you could ever want. Nice. <laughs> Rennie. The, uh... Can... Oh, let's keep painting, Rennie. Come on now. Where can you find, find you, me on youtube.com slash the Sith list where we do reactions to shows that we watch and that's it that's it Eric where can people find you my friend uh, you can maybe find me playing Tennessee whiskey with my buddy Mike whenever he's doing his uh, original country music gigs we throw in some covers like this and uh Look for me streaming on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash mouserat2217, and check out my other podcast, Dinner with the Healers, a blue podcast that I do with my family. Yes, please check them out. Don't you find me at the Sith List anywhere social media is found. Please go on YouTube and subscribe. Go on Patreon and subscribe on there. And um, for everybody that is have been listening forever and for if you've been listening for the first time, thank you so much. And we'll catch you next week on episode number where are we at? 391 of the Sith Lips. Billy, I've looked for love in all the wrong places. And I found the bottom is always dry. Cause when you pour out your heart, I didn't waste it Cause there's nothing like
Click at Faux Click. He's got some chops, man. That's for sure, huh? Everybody sucks shit on him because he uses the you know, auto tune all the time. He doesn't need auto tune. <laughs> Who you have, man? You know, it's like a step. church right They're black church guys and that's that's listen that's their term this isn't me just saying no that. no yeah no but, I get but yeah they saying. all come from a black church background and so like i recognize some of those moves the keyboard player especially is doing it's that's like super because we do tennessee whiskey and there's a part where mike goes boys take me to church and we're like you're smooth da 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 it's tense and, and it's that's like really cool right up jazz chords and everything else and it's really neat man it like forced me to up my game as far as understanding harmonic content like that it was cool that's right that's awesome all right guys well if you stayed for the very end you get a special bonus prize that's what she said <laughs> oh my God. 